I'm a perfectionist. To the point where if it's not going to get done right, it might as well not get done at all. And that makes no sense, especially when you have big dreams and ambitions like I do. My name is Yovana, and I started my podcast, Sugar Glass Podcast, in an attempt to break free of my perfectionism. Bi-weekly, I allow myself to make something where I'm unprepared, where I'm a little crass, and where it's just a little bad. (laughs) Just because I need to prove to myself that making something is better than making nothing at all. You can join me every other week on Wednesdays on your favorite streaming platform. Teamsters, I'm Carrie M. And I'm Allison, and this is Podcast Without an Audience. Where two friends pick two topics and find intersections. Or not. We are a psychology and history podcast. And by psychology, my background is actually in social work. So I'll be talking about psychology, history, and sociology. And when I say history, I mean anything from people, places, and things to historical events and tragedies. And then we find intersections between our two topics and try and figure out what connects us all. Mm-hmm. New episodes launch every Thursday. You can find us anywhere you find your podcasts. You can also find us on social media at Pod Without an Odd. We're on both Facebook and Instagram. You can email us at podwithoutanodd at gmail.com or find us on the web at podcastwithoutanaudience.com. Join us each week as we discover what connects us all. And if you support us, blink twice. And if you're out there, keep listening. This is Tommy Noonan, and you are listening to Free Pizza. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have a very special guest, the Brad Pereira. What's up, baby? Not much, not much. Yo, it's so good to be here. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're here. I was telling him that uh, Perk was one of the first places I went to when I got here, uh, when I moved here, and no, when I visited last March, mm-hmm. but you weren't there, I guess, when I... Uh, I was, You were there. I wasn't doing the design stuff okay. yet. Okay. Not a design stuff yet. And mm-hmm. then I moved here this past March mm-hmm. and I got the pink mug at some point. And yeah. I was, I remember when I got it, I was like, who designs this stuff? Cause I was looking at all the merch <laughs> and the bags. I'm like, this is insane. Then I finally did some digging and I found you, sent you an email and now we're here. I appreciate it, man. Of course, Thanks man. Thanks for all the compliments. Yes, of course. Of course. How's your day going? It's going great, man. Yes. Got, got off of work just a little bit ago and now we're here. packing all my things up, getting ready to leave Savannah, but I had to come on this podcast before I left. The next chapter, man. Yep. I'm very excited for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, so you can, I know you had a lot to do, so let's um, answer, these, uh, answer this one icebreaker question, and then we'll get into our conversation. Sounds good. Yeah, so go ahead and pick one of those that you chose, and we'll answer it truthfully. All right, the question is, what was your childhood dream, and has it changed? So... Um, when I was in kindergarten, we were given a, a blank sheet of just a person and it said, what do you want to be when you grow up? And my child, you know, everybody else drew a doctor or a baseball player or a firefighter. I somehow morphed my character into an alligator. And I said, I wanted to be an alligator when I grew up. 
So that was my dream because uh, I was a huge shout out to Steve Irwin. Rest, Rest, in, in, peace. Peace. Rest in peace. Um, obviously, it has changed because I cannot anamorph into an alligator. <laughs> Dude, did you read those books? No, I didn't read them, but I'm very familiar with okay. the covers. They're okay. amazing. <laughs> okay, yeah. Dude, that's amazing. <laughs> so you're an alligator. <laughs> okay, I like that. That's hilarious. So obviously, it's changed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm generic, man. I wanted to be a doctor. Uh, probably up until probably high school. Dang. I wanted to be a doctor. And then I realized knowing having cousins and family who were in that field and nurses and what they had to do to get there, I was good. Because <laughs> I didn't Your hate passions school. passions lied elsewhere. Dude, I didn't hate school, but I was like, I'm not going to be in school for that long. <laughs> Absolutely not. Kudos to them. Yeah, shout out to all those guys. But yeah, that's amazing. The Free Pizza Podcast is sponsored by Zipster, specializing in custom websites and logo design. You don't have to lift a finger to look cool online. Visit Zipster.com and see what they can do for you. Hi, my name is Tatiana Castro, and you are listening to Free Pizza Podcast. Oh, dude, so you're a designer and illustrator? Yes, sir. In Savannah, and currently, well, you're in Move. Mm-hmm. But you work for at Perk. Mm-hmm. Was that your main gig throughout this the last few little bit? Yeah, yeah. I moved here two and a half years ago. Uh, I started in SCAD in 2018, but... We moved back after the COVID years, and uh, when we were back in person, I needed a job, so I just took a, a packer job there, and I was putting beans in bags for a while. No way. Yeah. You were a packer, so I had no how I started. vision of you being like the designer. Yep. You just, no way. Started at the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. So you're a packer. Okay. Obviously, you get to design. I want to go back to where even art life started for you mm-hmm. so when did creating even start so i grew up in a small town sandwiched right in between frankfurt and lexington in kentucky okay and it's versailles but where where we're from we call it versailles <laughs> uh and being from a small town you know i didn't have a lot of designers to work with in the area and i i grew up a a teacher's son so I went to school where my mom taught school right. and had lots of time after school, uh, okay. not knowing what to do with myself <laughs> yeah. growing up without technology. So I grabbed notebook paper and composition books and just started just scribbling away. And, and they were very supportive of me, okay. which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, that's how I got started. Um, oh my gosh, no way. Yeah. How old were you? How old was yeah. I? Gosh, I think my mom said that she kind of had an inkling of, of knowing that I was going to be an artist when I was in first grade. No way. First grade, that yeah. young. Yeah. It wasn't this that my drawings like... were good. It was like, it was something about the perspective she said. She was like, instead of when she asked us, because I was in her class, she was like, when she asked us to draw our favorite foods, everybody else drew their food, but I drew myself like diving into the bowl of the food that I was in love with, which was fettuccine Alfredo. And she was like, something about your humor. She's like, I just knew at that time you were going to be an artist. Dude, what? You diving into a bowl. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like, okay, he's thinking a little bit. Okay. Outside the box. Outside the box, for (laughs) real. Um, That's amazing. It's around first grade. Mm -hmm. So 
Did she nurture that at all? Like, did she, you know, buy you more, you know, utilities to buy, to, to, to draw more things or whatever? Yeah. yeah, my family has been the most supportive part of, of me becoming an artist. Yeah. Uh, even when I had doubts about myself or, or was like, maybe I'm just going to teach art or, or do these other things, they were always like, you, you have to at least just give it a shot. Yeah. They were the ones that, now, I don't want to say forced me to come to SCAD, but they were like, you at least have to try it for a year. And No and, way. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. That obviously a lot of parents, maybe on older older generation, they usually are not going to want their kids to go to art school. Yeah, and they were like, kind of like, no, you need to do this. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah. So what about the years leading up? Like, were you in art classes in middle school, high school? Like, were you doing anything then that you can remember? Yeah. So like I said, I went to my mom's school where she taught, and my grandmother taught there too. And and in elementary school, uh, they got me enrolled in the gifted program for art and I had a really great art teacher her name was Ann Brooks yeah and she at even at fifth grade man she was like giving me projects outside of the art class like and helping me curate a portfolio okay in fifth grade so I was doing like self-portraits and landscapes and she's having me check off all the boxes on having a, a certain variety of things before I went to middle school what? Yeah. Self-portraits in fifth grade? Yeah, yeah. She, okay. Hardcore rubrics, too. She's like, you have to draw yourself in the mirror, like, staring at yourself. You can't use a photo or anything. <laughs> Life drawing stuff. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. It's like, cool. Let's do it. Do, you, do your parents still have those those uh, illustrations? I don't know. I can, like, picture them in my mind, but I don't know where they live. I'm sure they do. But, oh, dude. Uh, I do still keep in contact with her. She always reaches out to me, uh, oh, Miss cool. Brooks, that yeah. teacher. Shout and, out to Miss Brooks. Yeah, and uh, she's always asking what I'm doing. But middle school, uh, did a little of my own stuff, too. Um, at that time, it was, it was pretty cool because they had the advanced class yeah. for art, which was basically like... <laughs> Pretty self-guided. Yeah. <laughs> Just draw, yeah. draw whatever you want. And, and we did some mural projects, which was fun, and, and helped kind of get me noticed by the the school board. And then when I got to high school, like I said, small town. So if there are any kind of events that the school was doing or events going on around town, they would they would get my name and pass it along and did lots of free work. But <laughs> lot of free work, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God, dude, that's nuts! Yeah. So you're like moving and grooving so young, mm-hmm. like in your head, where you're like, I, I can probably do this for a living. I mean, I, I was just too young to probably really. Yeah, that was a thing. I, I, I don't think I grasped that until I got to college. I think you wow. know, even in high school, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I'll grow up and be an artist, and it's going to be the nine to five. And yeah, I'm just going to be drawing, painting. And at that time, I wanted to be a Disney animator. Dude, so yes, I, I was going to be on staff at Disney and just work nine to five and. I had no idea what that entailed. <laughs> Not until I got here, and then I was like, oh, maybe I need to do something different. <laughs> oh, my God. That's nuts. That's cool. Yeah. And so you coming, obviously, you get through high school and everything like that, mm-hmm. blah, blah, and you came to SCAD. Yeah. Um, what were going through your thoughts? What were going through your mind as far as coming here? Like, were you, like, super nervous? Was it hard getting in? Like, what was the whole process there? I, I was scared, yeah. Like I said, my parents didn't force me but but they really wanted me to try it for at least a year because yeah. scad had come to the school and pitched to us oh and, cool that's awesome yeah yeah they've, they've got people all over the country so even in kentucky they came to my high school art class and were given the slideshows talking about lacoste and all these things you could go do and Dope. i was like i had never even been outside of the country so <laughs> it's like, like what this is crazy <laughs> like going to europe but no I, I did get cold feet i i 
only really applied for SCAD, but I'd started other applications for local schools. Nobody in my family left Kentucky, so I was like, maybe I'll just be an art teacher. I didn't know if I could take the pressure of having to do it professionally. Yeah. But uh, I came here and I tried it, and yeah, now I'm doing it. <laughs> Dude, that's freaking awesome. I yeah. love it. So obviously art school, I went to a liberal art school as well um, in North Carolina, and I know how difficult um, the curriculum can be. So can you maybe give us a rundown of maybe some of your highlights and maybe even some of the rough parts of going to SCAD? Sleeping in the buildings. Uh, <laughs> That's the roughest part. That's not even a lie. You just straight up is like, yo, we're, we were in these buildings. Yeah, like professors walking in at 8 a.m. and I'm like laying on a couch with my eyes closed. Like and just 15 like... minutes. It's power nap. <laughs> no, yeah, it, it was really difficult going through SCAD. It's one of those things I look back on and I'm like, I can appreciate at the time doing it, but I'm a like go to bed at 8 o'clock now type of person. Dude. So I don't think I could ever like have the willpower to go through it again, but I appreciate it. Uh, oh my God. The The projects were really fun. Uh, they, they make everybody go through the drawing and the design classes and, and some of that kind of stuff. Yeah. I knocked out in high school um, doing, oh, cool. doing dual enrollment through some local oh, colleges. Oh, that's a yeah. thing you can do with SCAD? Yeah, I got, or not through SCAD, but oh, other colleges. Other my colleges. high school, I got to take like art history and all these other really great things before that's I got here that's to awesome. kind of, cut to the chase and get to my degree but yeah. uh but yeah the illustrate i went through illustration i got my um, degree in illustration and my concentration was in in character design for concept uh doing animation and gaming and whatnot dude yeah i really enjoyed that but the the funny part about it is you know now i don't even consider myself to do that kind of stuff oh, most really? of the time yeah no oh, i still wow. enjoy it and it, it it makes its way into my work sometimes but um, I, I do more of the graphic design stuff now for Perk. And, gotcha. Uh, the projects were fun. The The critiques were not too bad. I enjoyed all my professors. That's what I wanted to talk to you about, <laughs> yeah. actually, the critiques. So I'm sure they could have a tendency to be kind of harsh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they can. I th surprisingly, I think they might have been rougher the first couple of years when you do your drawing classes and stuff. Because you have people who are not really interested in drawing having to do these like 24 by 36 self-portraits in charcoal <laughs> and you just feel bad for the professor kind of tearing them apart a little bit it's like they, they didn't sign up to draw people like they want to they may want to make clothes or do something else so yeah, those critiques were rougher but uh it, it was cool once you got to your degree because I, i'm still friends with professors now and and the critiques are a little more heartfelt because they know you're doing what you want to do and mm -hmm. um and yeah. not not too rough, so but yeah, dude, that's incredible, man. It's it's funny you say you don't. I guess you don't want to go to the game design route anymore because I've seen on your mm -hmm. site of the characters that you developed in the process and all that. And I was gonna <laughs> ask you about that if you were going into that realm of yeah. I guess the industry, but I guess maybe not. Well, it's it's I've not shut that door. Yeah, completely. Yet. Okay. Yeah, I, I've only been out of college for a couple of years now, so. Um, I just, I like, weirdly enough, found a love doing the package design that I've done for oh, Perk and then some, some other companies back home. But uh, I, I still do love to do characters in my free time. Yeah. I think I think it's one of those things where my personal work, I, I want to save for myself for right now. Okay. And, and I get more out of uh, rewarding, you know, I get more satisfaction out of doing the package design and seeing people interact with it and... 
and holding it in their hands and whatnot. So awesome. yeah, yeah. So that's probably more in the graphic design world than the, the package design and all that. I mean, obviously, you're bit. probably illustrating some of that stuff out obviously yeah i'm i'm so I'm a hybrid designer man I, say, yeah. I don't even know i'm the everything man <laughs> i don't know what to call myself <laughs> you know, looking through your site and i was just like well from perk this this is awesome but this site is like this is a whole different person right here yeah, you know yeah. this is truly breathtaking work so mm-hmm. i was gonna ask you how you even develop that style like outside of perk stuff and packaging stuff like you're personal style of your characters and I've seen you've done some cool stuff for some uh, beer brands yeah um, out in Kentucky mm-hmm. right Pivot, Pivotal yeah Pivot Brewing Pivot Brewing yeah Pivot Brewing Brewing and I'm thinking like where did that inspiration come from so can you tell us a little yeah. bit about that developing the characters and the style yeah. so uh, it's hard to know even where to begin with that dude <laughs> I guess the humor is the is the thing that gets me the most. So when I started going through SCAD, I started doing more. In high school, I did lots of portraits, lots of paintings, doing more realistic things. I did like a whole set of portraits for my AP portfolio. Dope. Uh, and and getting to SCAD, I started doing that digitally, and it was a little creepy. <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of it myself. Oh, really? Yeah. No. It was one of those things where it's like it's a labor of love, and the more time I spend on it, it's gonna look even better. But then I look back and I'm like, why did I make that many like strokes of paint next to each other? They're all like creepy, wrinkly looking. Yeah. <laughs> when they're not supposed to be. I did one of my cousin in high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, he looks like an old man. He's like a little boy, but he's not. Hilarious. But uh, yeah, I, I had a a character design class with Casey Nelson uh, and she's now the, I think she's the chair. She was the associate chair. Now she's the chair of illustration. That's awesome. And she had a background doing stuff for Disney infinity and doing video game character designs. She worked on the, uh, the Hannah Montana Nintendo (laughs) game. Really? Yes. That was like her claim to fame and we all loved her for it. It was awesome. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I think her class was the one that I took. It kind of like, open the door for me as far as my style goes because yeah. I found my love of making characters and as far as like the humor behind it I, I liked Nickelodeon I liked Adult Swim yep. Adult Animation I kind of I'm a hobbyist so I kind of grasp onto whatever pops into my brain right now it's weirdly like professional wrestling so if I was still <laughs> if I was still doing characters I'd be drawing like really beefy dudes with really funny costumes on and stuff <laughs> Nacho Libre style. Oh, absolutely. Dude, that's cool, man. Yep. Yeah, were there any any shows in particular that really stuck out to you? Like all those old Nickelodeon shows or Cartoon Network shows that kind of like stuck out into your, like come to mind now even that kind of inspired you maybe? SpongeBob's a big one. Hey, I great. went back and watched, uh, I didn't watch this as a kid, but I think like watching it even after not doing characters for a while, regular show. Oh, yes. Is one that I was show. like, I could see the, the connection here. If I had watched this as a kid, I was like, this is where my style comes from. Yes. Uh, oh, my God. But, dude. Yeah. That's freaking amazing, dude. That's cool. Everything, it's, I've, I've developed appreciation for a lot of animation now, mm-hmm. knowing and speaking to a lot of illustrators and designers and knowing what goes behind the scenes and the progress of developing characters and is insanely impressive. Yeah. I don't even know how you guys are able to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, oh my gosh. But, um, so obviously got through SCAD, mm-hmm. which is phenomenal and, you know, the feat in itself. Mm-hmm. And did you say you moved away for a little bit and came back or you, you stuck around after school? Yes, I started in 2018. So I got a year and a half under my belt and yeah. then we all got the email. Like the last, it, it was the last day of finals. I had one more test to go and the email was at eight o'clock in the morning. They were like, 
the spring quarter will be online. More details to come later. Oh my God. And that was all they said. <laughs> so Dude. we were all like freaking out, not knowing if we should even be going to the buildings, oh, you know, yeah. with the crisis. And uh, yeah, moved out like a couple days later and golly dude yeah my part of most of my scad uh most of my time at scad was spent online so we did about two years online online and i'm sure even the professor just like how are we gonna completely turn this to an online (laughs) yes yeah i mean like so did you go back to kentucky yeah i went back to kentucky um and then I also went to Mississippi for a little bit. Oh, cool. My, my new fiance, she lives in Mississippi. So we kind of oh, lived back and forth with okay. families for a little bit. And then we found our own place here when we came back. We came back mm-hmm. after in 2020. We came back at 2021. One. Okay. Yeah. When it was well, not over. Like but... the summer of 21. Right. And they were letting classes back in at that point or kind of. Yeah, it was hybrid for a little bit, but yeah. at that time they were like, "All right, we're all back." <laughs> oh my gosh, how were we, yeah go back to the twenty twenty years? So how were you able? Was it challenging, obviously, to get through the course load all online now? Like, how was that? How'd that work? Uh, so most of the SCAD stuff is project oriented. Okay. So uh, most of the instructional stuff they would share their screens for, but a lot of it is you know here's the prompt. You're gonna walk through the steps of doing. The thumbnails and the the color compositions and okay. all that stuff. So uh, most of the classes are reviews, which was you could do through Zoom and uh, lots of people work gotcha. digitally now. So it wasn't too big of a hurdle, yeah. but it definitely wasn't as fun, you know, <laughs> being in person and and getting to jive with everybody's work and yeah, and, you know, yeah, joke around with people. <laughs> Golly, yeah, the best parts of that is interaction with, interacting with other artists. Yeah, and yeah. Obviously, I mean, digitally you can do virtually, but it's not the same. Yeah, the inspiration wasn't as you know, strong when you're at home. <laughs> right, right, right. Were you able to even work on personal stuff at all throughout the school year? Or were you pretty much just zoned in to just doing the schoolwork? So that's actually how I found package design. Perfect. Right right before the COVID pandemic, they shut down the school. Uh, my last quarter here, I had two and a half months. And, and that Christmas right before, we, we got called out in March. So it was yeah. three months. Uh there was a Facebook post for Pivot Brewing, and they were like, we're looking for local artists to do our cans. And I threw my, my hat in the ring uh, just to see what would happen. I'd done that, you know, with other projects in high school and whatnot, and thought, you know, I can make some money doing this. And they reached out to me, and no so I actually had to do my first can while I was here in Savannah. Wow. And, and wrapped it up uh like literally as I was driving home, I was like putting text on it and things and doing the editing and the colors and whoa. Yeah. So that was actually how they pivoted, no pun intended. Brad's a good guy, man. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. They had to shut down their tap room, but because of that, they started canning all their products and yeah. I was overhauling throughout the COVID years doing cans while in school. That's nuts, dude. Yeah. You know, I've always been, I'm not a drinker, but I've always loved the designs of a lot of those cans. So as far as you bringing their ideas to life, or maybe it was all your ideas, you know, with, to match their vision, how was that process from start to finish? Like, how were you able to bring, because I saw the can, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So how were you able to bring that vision to life? Or was it was it pretty difficult? It's funny. They, it was always like the craziest prompt, and I, sometimes they would have a, a, you know a little idea of what style they would want to go with. But from my work, they could tell that I could do several styles. So mm-hmm. sometimes it would be like, "All right, we want this in a Norman Rockwell esque style," or 
the next can it would be. We want it to be abstract and deco or the next can. Would, I, the ones I had the most fun with were the ones I could do the characters on, which, you know, like I said, it, it trickles into other things I do for Perk and for Pivot. But, um, yeah, they, they basically say, go ham with it. You know, they, they cool. say we want the, for the first one, um, I, I, it's called vintage. Okay. So the, the guy who started pivot, his grandmother was a riveter. And oh, okay. so that's why they yeah. wanted to feature her on their, uh, that's like their flagship cider. It's just the plain apple, uh, hard cider. So yeah, I got to do the riveter, but, uh, on some of the other ones, like 50 shades of peach <laughs> is my favorite. They were like, I don't know how to say this, but we want an apricot and a peach on this label. And we just want to know what your interpretation is of that. And I was like, say no more. (laughs) I got this. Yeah. Dude, that's freaking awesome. (laughs) That's cool. It's cool that a a uh, brand will let you just kind of go free with it. I feel like artists thrive usually better Mm -hmm. in that sense. You probably get a better, more unique product anyways if you let artists do their thing. Yeah. That's really, really cool. So was it cool seeing your work on a, like, tangible object you know that been the first thing like yeah that that's where i started riding the high of just ah, doing the package design yeah yeah dude. like seeing them on the canning line wrapping the cans for the first time that that unlocked something in me that i was like maybe maybe i like this package design stuff and yeah. and like you said like where they kind of gave me free creative uh freedom on everything yeah. at, at, not the prompt but you know the style and, and what it was and I really enjoyed that process. I was like, maybe there is something I could do with illustration, but you know, yeah, yeah. Concept was more of the uh, you don't get to show the work; it kind of gets translated into the three D <laughs> realm of animation. And I really liked seeing my work out in the world. So <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. I think that's freaking incredible. You know what I'm saying? Like just yeah. seeing your stuff out in the world, people buying it, like you know, making comments. Oh, this is this is pretty neat. <laughs> you know, that's neat. Brad, I did that. Making my mama proud. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Drink my beer, mom. I got it. Um, so it's awesome. So you said you were doing that while you were still in school. So yeah. you're getting like experience, you know, off the bat from that. Mm-hmm. And was that around the time you were getting ready to graduate? Yes. You said you, you were Those in the class. last couple classes you get are like professionalism classes, yeah. so you can work on your portfolio. And I would slip one in every now and then. I was like, hey. I have a project for a client. Can I work on it for this project? And they were like, yeah, sure. Why not? Absolutely. Get critiques from them and the client, which was oh, just made it even better. That's amazing. <laughs> so that was part of your, your end of your time. Yeah, this guy yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's amazing. Um, so obviously you got through all that. You graduated, mm-hmm. obviously. Yes. 20 and 2020. 2022. You graduated in 2022. So what was going through your head kind of after that? Were you, were you, you already at Perk at that point, right? You were doing I was at Perk at that point. Okay. Perfect. Um, were you thinking you would stick around here for a little bit? Were you thinking about going and bouncing out after? Yeah, I wasn't really sure at the time. Like I said, so I started as a packer, packing beans in bags. Yeah. Uh, I did that for four months. And then after that, our other roaster, ironically, also named Brad. No way. Yeah. <laughs> he passed the torch to the other Brad. And I roasted for a year. Uh, wow, you roast? Dang, dude. Yeah. You're packaging, you're roasting. Okay. Uh, I that yeah it's a funny segue but that's kind of why I wanted to be an artist and why I wanted to work for Perk too is like I've always been a craftsman I love knowing how and why things are made the way they are mm-hmm. so I was really interested in roasting at the time and and they gave me the opportunity to do that uh, the luring that we roast on is pretty self automated so it was easy to learn uh, and then learn more of the 
how they get there after learning the machine aspect. Yeah. Um, and right around the time when I was going to graduate, my last quarter, uh, I was roasting a coffee that came from Andreas Cardona, and the farmers get to name their coffees some really cool things sometimes. Okay. They did a set called the the Red Sunset and the Luna Azul. So Azul. sun and moon. Oh, I like yeah. that. Okay. And and being an illustrator, I was like, there's not a lot of imagery on the bag. I kind of want to take a stab at this and see what I could do. And so yeah. did it in my free time and showed it to Philip, who's my boss now. Okay. And he was like, I want to use them. Dude. Yeah. I, I was like. I made them. Here they are. Take them, leave them. Like no way. Yeah, and he took me up on it. And uh, at that point, like I said, I was I was about to graduate. He was bringing me in on some things, looking at what our other graphic designers were work on, and then he would give me a couple projects. And he was like, "We got to have you be a part of the team, man." And we did almost a, like a complete rebrand. Golly, so the style it is now that we see now going into the, going in there is completely different than what it was before you you know were involved yeah. i didn't see the old packaging so i can't i can remember yeah. it so i have no clue what the old i'm sure it's just night and day yeah yeah i mean it was it was great uh also done by a local artist but that's dope uh you know like being from an illustration background I, I wanted to create some more visual interest on the bag and i think that they were recently open to the idea of doing the same thing uh philip like who i said is my boss he started perk in 2010 so he's been doing it for 13 years and He's seen tons of iterations of the bag, and at this point in his career, too, he's really interested in the creative side, so okay. he, he was willing to go balls to the wall go and everything. Crazy. Yeah, he was like, I want to see what you can come up with, and, and we bounce ideas off of each other, but oh my gosh. They, had gotten, they had recently gotten a new logo, and um, they just wanted some more flair to it, so we, we added a lot more to the brand uh, when it got passed along to me. Oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure you felt very comfortable, obviously, doing it, but obviously, there's probably some jitters, like, oh, gosh, this is, this is kind of a humongous deal. Perk is a big, a big coffee shop, big, big brand. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> absolutely. But well, we've grown it into that. It's crazy, even yeah. over just the past year, how oh big, gosh. how big it's gotten. That's nuts. So, obviously, roasting's done, so you're just doing, you're doing yeah. this. You're part of the, the design, I guess, marketing team or whatever. Yeah, they call me the design wizard, the graphic okay. design wizard. I like that. <laughs> that's that's my job title. <laughs> yes. And you mentioned earlier that you did like 12 this year. 12 fellow 12. mugs. Yeah. That's just on the merch side. We've done tons of projects from designing shops oh to <laughs> menus, the bags, all the things. So, yes, let's talk about that because obviously that's how I discovered you. Mm -hmm. So as far as you, how are you able to even... I mean, from the menus, the bags, all that stuff. Like, what's your day look like when you walk into the place? Like, are you just pretty much working on design stuff all the time or just sketching things out and going through ideas? Like, can you give us, like, a, maybe a day in the life of how that works? Yeah, yeah. So, when I started, I was actually still roasting. I was okay. doing, like, three days in the office drawing and working on, like, discrete projects. I started, the first project I had was just doing a poster for the the latte art throwdown and they're like you've got a day to come up with it like design it and execute it and get it out dude and then they would give me some more long-term projects they're like all right you've got a couple of weeks to do the cold cups so we redesigned the cold cups okay very briefly okay. and at that point that was when it started to become more of a full-time role i was like 
look, I really love doing it, but I'm going to need some more time, time on these projects. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so they brought me on, and uh, the, like I said, the first bid project that I got to work on was the winter merch lineup last year. And it was funny how kind of the, the puzzle fit together because we were just making cool crap. Like, yeah. <laughs> we, were, we weren't really aiming in one direction. I was like, um, the first thing I asked him when I worked at Perk was, why is it named Perk? Perk. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's, it's got to be an acronym because Perk is not spelled that way. Right. <laughs> and he was like, well, we used to be Panther's Eye Roasting Company. Oh. So that's where the Panther came from. Gotcha. And okay. I was designing all these things for the winter merch lineup, and I was like, well, we got to have a panther. And then there were other little, uh, you know, design tidbits, like, scattered throughout the office. Perk has been around for a long time, so there was a print, uh, a screen printer had done an octopus playing the drums, because Philip was a drummer before he started Perk, and I was like, okay. what if we did an octopus again? Like, what if we did it in this yeah. new style and revamped it? And um, at that time, like, we, we had... You know, greenlit all those projects, made all that merch, and the next big project after that was the bags. And so we kind of started just connecting the dots. We were like, we wanted to have a, a spectrum of of mild to wild. So we okay. just kind of started assigning. Well, the Panthers wild. Like, yeah. let's let's make him the wild mascot. And and I could you know see this octopus listening to some smooth jazz. So yes, he, he's gonna be the mild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. Uh, you know, the first six months were a lot of just spending, uh, establishing the brand. And nowadays it's constant turnover of merch and, and working on educating people. So we come up with brew guides and, and creative ways to just make them look fun, but also really approachable. Right. Right. And, exactly. Uh, that, that's what we do all day long, every day. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, what I love the most is, is how the colors just pop, dude. I mean, obviously, it's probably on, pur- on purpose. Yeah. Because they're all just very yeah. vibrant and it's very fun and I guess it represents the brand really well. Yeah. I mean, I saw even on the the, the biker shorts, the bicycle shorts, the biker sh- bicycle shirt. It's like an uh, Avengers, like, yeah. super suit. I'm yeah. just like, dude, like, what in the world? That's such a cool idea to have for a coffee shop yeah. to have, like, bike gear. You know, that's really in water bottles yeah. and this this whole thing. So that, That's another aspect of the job. We get to do lots of fun collaborations. Uh, oh, cool. Who have you collaborated yeah. with? So that's uh, our, our co-owner, Alan. Yeah. Um, he is a cyclist, and he competes nationally. So he's the one that's gotten God. us into the biking realm so we've done the one suit and we continue to do the water bottles uh we've got some upcoming collaborations so i can't Ooh, talk about them yet but uh stuff with foodies and stuff with uh racing teams and you know we we do the thing where we've collaborated with some people through instagram so lots of athletes uh as of right now that's but, dope yeah oh my gosh so this point me going from the beer to this and your stuff is now is literally everywhere yeah like you're just like whoa this is this is nuts. It's a really cool thing to watch. Yeah. Especially like when I, <laughs> like I said, when I started, um, I was doing the cans and I was doing all that stuff in Photoshop and I pretty much taught myself Illustrator throughout the time of being at Perk. So wow. I kind of grew into that role and, and together we grew the brand and, and my skills and, and it was just, it, I don't know. It's a, it's a win-win relationship. <laughs> Yo, that is so incredible, man. Yeah, I love Are doing you- it. Dude, I, I mean, I can tell. That's, I'm trying to think of how I've seen you maybe through the window. Because if you walk up the park, you can see, I guess, the back. 
employee area and yeah. people usually working on things. I'm sure I'll probably see you in there conjuring up some stuff. I'm constantly walking through the cafe. You see a guy in Lightning McQueen Crocs on a Friday. Dude. That is me. The Crocs. I wish y'all could see this. The Crocs are immaculate. <laughs> what a what a great what a great choice of shoe wear you have. It's awesome. Absolutely. That's amazing. Um outside of perk, are you able to do commission work? Are you able to do anything else? Or do you just pretty much I do a little bit of freelance, yeah. It's been a little... At first, it was overwhelming, and I'm I'm introducing more freelance now, so... Okay. But, yeah, I need to get back to doing my my characters, too. Like I said, I still love doing them, but I got to find the time. (laughs) Maybe after the move. Dude, yes, man. Oh, my gosh. Are you able to say where you're going or no? So, for the short term, we're just going to kind of float around and visit family, but we're we're thinking about going to Atlanta. Ooh, good yeah. spot, man. I'm still with Perk. I'm gonna okay. do it remotely. Gonna okay. Yeah, I'm gonna do it remotely for a while, but we've got the we've got currently three shops adding a fourth right now in Atlanta. So Golly. there's lots going on up there and, and we're expanding the team. So we're adding a videographer and potentially another graphic designer to oh my uh, God. to work on some cool projects. Yeah. That's super dope. You yeah. think you obviously would it be someone you want to be kind of having your style? Would you want to kind of branch off and go crazy or something different with the next designer? Well, I think we're going to find something adjacent, but, okay. uh, but yeah, just kind of the same, same vibrant, yeah. humorous kind of energy to them. <laughs> yeah. That's freaking cool, man. Yeah. Wow. What a crazy, what a, what a, what a crazy story, man. I love this. Thank you. You seem yeah. very passionate I, about it. I feel very fortunate to have the story that I have. Yes, dude. I mean, like, it's, it's like you kind of, I'm happy that your parents were just like, yo, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta nurture you on this. We gotta, we gotta see what we can do with this. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm glad that I tried it. And not to say that I've taken teaching off the table either. I would love to do that one day. I was going to ask you about that too. Yeah. I I would love to teach. I I think, like I said, like I didn't learn what a artist did. I thought it was a nine to five. Like I'm just going to walk into the studio and start working one day. I'm going to get a paycheck every week. Yep. You know, when you get to SCAD, they teach you that freelance is the way to go now. So I would love to do, like, high school teaching eventually. Oh, I like that. That way I can kind of educate people before they get to college and, and make that choice. Yeah, within illustration design or just kind of art overall? Just a little bit of everything, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, heck yeah. Are there any other mediums that you want to dive into? Ooh. Well, I am a musician, but that's not art-related. I mean, no, hold on. That's <laughs> Best, not visual arts. Not visual arts. <laughs> I did see you with a guitar. Actually, I was going through your. I was going all through your page. Um, oh, yeah. you play guitar. <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. What kind of music do you play? Come from a long line of bluegrass players. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We've still got four living generations that get together and play. So I'm excited to go back home and play with them. Oh my gosh, Kentucky, yeah. let's go. Yeah, being North Carolina, <laughs> I definitely have friends who are in bluegrass and other stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. So Thank it's you. cool that you have something else outside of this that kind of you know yeah. brings you comfort. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And yes. then doing the perk thing too. I've had to dabble in, in photography here and there. So Ooh, yes. some some of those things I just do. I'm like I'm not good at this, but I'm still gonna try. That's <laughs> then, all that matters. Yeah. That's the that's the personal work that I I think it keeps me rejuvenated to keep doing the graphic design <laughs> too. I can step away and be like. Let's see what I can play with props and take a picture of today. Exactly. I'm sure. Do you have a hand in the the merch stuff you do? Oh, I guess the photo stuff you do for Perk? Or are you usually involved in that process? Yeah, we had a photographer on staff that when I first started. And we've we've worked with some different photographers recently. Um, but I get to kind of like step in and help direct. And uh, 
I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just like, <laughs> we want it there. We want it bright and colorful, and I know what Philip doesn't like. So like, here, here, go in this direction, and uh, yeah, I, I'll build some of the props sometimes for little photo shoots that we do. Oh, so cool. we, we have some photo shy employees, so they don't like holding the merch and being in the photos. So we got to like get creative with how we present things, and oh, I, I enjoy getting to be a part of that too. Yeah, yeah, dude. That's yeah. Okay, that would be freaking awesome. Being well rounded in that, in that, in that, in that way. Yeah. Um, would you ever want? Because I just love that you do character design. Obviously, you mentioned before that you the door's not shut. But would you ever want to be a part of a show or something later down the line if you were approached? Yeah, it's it's funny. Last year I went to L.A. I got to go to Lightbox last year. Dope. And oh uh, man, I I sat in on this one panel. And I, nobody was in there. It, well, it was half full, but like all the other ones were filled. And got to listen to this guy, Paul Conrad. Okay. He is the gra- head of graphic design at Pixar. And I was like, when he told me his story, it sounded really similar to mine. I was like, this is the dream job, I think, yeah. one day down the line. So everything like from Pizza Planet, like all the all the <laughs> fake cool. yeah, yeah all the fake brands like rusties from cars and all these things yes. he gets to create all these different brands and different styles for all these mythical worlds and i was like that i think that is the capacity i would want to be in in the future if i got to be a part of a show or a part of a movie where i can i can interact and be a part of doing the characters and get to insert my humor with it but also do it with text and, yeah. and creating all these fake brands where there's not a lot of limitations. Yeah, yeah, dude, I would love to see your work yeah. somewhere. It's such a, a niche movie. thing. I yeah. know. I was dude. like, that would be such a cool team to be a part of. He was like, yeah, it's like twelve or fifteen people. Not a lot at for <sighs> Pixar for all the movies that they make. But is that intimate of a team? Yeah, it's very small. Oh my god, I would love to do that. <laughs> all right, Brad. Look, Brad, we're we're rooting for it. All right, teaching. Folk music. We'll perk. stay in touch. I'll, I'll let you it. know when it happens, dude. I would love that, man, dude. That's so sick. Obviously, yeah, you give us, it gives you give us, a, give us a glimpse of what you want to do with the future. But is there any other thing, maybe overarching, crazy goals you want to achieve, maybe later in life? You want to have your own studio where you have people working under you one day, like anything Dang. like that? Well, I I do enjoy getting to to do a little bit of everything. So I think maybe art directing in the future would be something I'd be interested in. Yeah. Um, I like collaborating with people, so that would be fun, and, and we're kind of getting a glimpse of that at Perk now, but uh, yeah, I just keep on a, touching as many brands as I possibly can and, and doing you know fun and humorous things throughout them, so. Yeah, that's freaking cool, man. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, before we get you out of here, I did have some friends who uh, sent me some questions. Oh yes, I asked. I didn't tell him exactly who I was talking to. I was like, this "Hey, is a surprise." Yeah. Okay, I guess I had some curveballs for you. I guess it didn't. But I'll make sure you didn't. I'm ready for this. Yeah. Ready for anything. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, can you share a project that was particularly challenging or memor- memorable for you? Maybe something in college or before, or maybe even something recent. Mm. I think uh, one of the most challenging projects I had my last my last quarter at SCAD, I had to do. It was a concepting class. I can't remember the exact course, but I had Ron Spears. And all of his classes were like extremely streamlined. So he told us we had to do four uh, background paintings for a concept that we created in two weeks. And I was used to doing like one in two weeks. He was like, you just told me I had to do four in two weeks. Um, 
so that really taught me to loosen up because I'm not I'm not good at loosening up with my work. Yeah. But I think that was probably the biggest hurdle I've ever had to. It was several sleepless nights, but we got there. <laughs> oh my god! So yeah, but so you—that's when you were sleeping in the, in the classroom or in the building, just trying to figure it out. Eight o'clock, he's waking yeah. up. He's like, "Okay, oh god!" Like walking down the street to Fancy Parker's to eat chicken tenders for breakfast the next morning because I just didn't go home. <laughs> Shout out to Fancy Parker's! Oh my god! Oh, okay. Let me get one more. Um, what tools and techniques do you prefer when creating your illustrations? Uh, so I'm a little bit of analog and a lot of digital. I keep a little notebook in my back pocket, so I'll scratch things every now and then in there before I start moving into Photoshop. But I mainly draw in Photoshop and yeah. then live a lot of my life in Illustrator. Makes <laughs> so, sense. Makes sense. Uh, those are the primary programs I use and not, nothing more than that. Simple. Yeah. I love that. Simple. Love that. That's amazing. Oh, man. Be permitted to answer most of the rest of this stuff. <laughs> um, dude, Brad, this is amazing. Thank you. Um, since the first question was kind of not great, do you yeah, just shuffle yeah, those just, up uh, and just, just pull one yeah, out? Yeah, pull one out. We'll answer. Do an outro. Let's see what happens this time. Okay. How do I show love? Dang, I just proposed in yeah. front of the fountains. So. Honestly, dude, you can. That's good. There <laughs> it is. Shout out to my. Uh, sorry, I was Ooh. calling her my girlfriend, fiance. I didn't get to mention that, but we met through SCAD. She's also an illustrator, so. Oh, that's she, awesome. she designs for animation and games, so we we kind of did the same thing, and then mm. we parted ways uh, on what we do. Not obviously yeah, not okay. our relationship. Whoa, no, relationship. No, 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 we're engaged. But but now it's fun. We're starting to get to work on things uh, together again. So that's cool, dude. but just in different ways. I do more of the the type and the finished line work, and, and she gets to do all the sketching and because I'm a bad drawer sometimes. <laughs> She's a better drawer than me. <laughs> oh my god, what a what a joyous life to have an illustrator also with you. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Do you maybe pass along some of your work and get some honest feedback from oh, her? Oh, yeah. Brutally I'm, honest. I'm surprised she gives it to you, too. <laughs> but in the best way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. How do I show love? I am... How do I show love? My part is spending time with people. I'm someone that if I spend time with you, that you know I... Because I'm very picky. Just who I <laughs> give my energy to or whatever. So, just spending time. I'm a quality time kind of person. So, that's how I just definitely show my love. So... That's awesome. I get that. Good deal, man. Yo, this is awesome. Thank you for doing this for you. before you left. My gosh, I caught yeah. you right as you were leaving. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to pick up the U-Haul tomorrow. So, yes. Thank you for having me. I'm a big fan of the show, and I'm honored to be here. Brad, you're the best. Okay, yes. So we're going to – obviously, I can't ask Brad every single thing. So are you open to people sending you questions via email? If Yeah, absolutely. Or on your Instagram or whatever. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. It's just my name, Brad. It, it'll, it'll look like Praria, but it's <laughs> – Pereira, P R A R I A. I was definitely getting ready to call you that too. And I was getting, I was yeah. like, let me ask him how to pronounce the last name just to make sure. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I can't ask about everything. We'd be here for a thousand years. But <laughs> if you have any questions, please ask. His work is insane. Go on his website. I went through all that stuff. And it's just awesome. Very honored that you're here. And dude, wish you best of luck in your future, man. I'm definitely Thank you. keep an eye out for everything you're doing. So um, this is great. Thank y'all for listening. And we're out of here. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.